Let's do this, bro. I'm loving it. What's up? McDonald's. I'm loving it. McDonald's. What's what's up is, uh, you know, I'm just double dutying-ish, if you would call it double duty this week, you know? Child care fell through, so we're kicking buns. We're doubling up the, the workload. How's your week, man? My week's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, we did an offsite yesterday with you the did. marketing team. Yeah, you did. So me, Wiser, and Kira. Yep. And I've been planning it for a while, and I was looking forward to it because December's weird for many reasons, mm. personally and professionally. Totally. Pro- professionally, it feels often like you're in between time, like you're kind of waiting for the year to start. It's a busy time. We were working on our quarterly goals and our yearly goals and our three-year vision and all that stuff, and there's this dead Sitting time between defining them, figuring out how to articulate them and then sharing them with the team. Yeah. So there's this weird little window where everyone's just kind of finishing up their old projects but they don't really know what they're looking forward to. Yeah, totally. Um and everyone is really hungry. Yeah, you could which see them good. waiting. You could feel them waiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then personally it's just busy for me too. Well, yeah, it's birthday hall. <coughs> I got a birthday. Holidays. My wife has a birthday, my dad has a birthday, some of my nieces and nephews have birthdays. Damn. It's just Fully stacked Freaking and December, st- standard holidays. Yeah, we're standard st- holiday. Bacchus are strong in December. Hey, you are. You're <laughs> really, damn dog. We're really getting it. Okay, but it was cool. So it was it was super, super simple. Just kind of took the stuff that we were working on, and basically I just shared it in the context of because we were well. Here's some backstory. So Wiser and Kira have been kind of working together to do the bulk of our marketing stuff. So yeah. they do everything that's web-related, design-related stuff, all of those things. And then one of the my big shifts for this year is going to be stepping into that role in a more active way. Right. And so one, I just wanted to set the stage because anytime yeah. there is a new team dynamic, just want to just get it out there right. and just explain to Help everybody understand yeah here's where feel. it came from yeah, yeah. Here, here's where it comes from and so i shared a little bit of our journey in terms of cool getting the business to where it needs to be but also we're at a point now where each of us me you and charles are able to kind of lean into the things that we really want to be able to do and we're really mm-hmm. good at and we can impact the organization in the biggest way possible right started there um, and then talked a little bit about what it's like to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you come from? Where did you go? Yeah. Which, which Wiser knows more than Kira. It's sure. really a lot of it's, you know, building the relationship with right. Kira. Um, right. Just, now I, there's an evolution. And now there's a, hey, here's how it feels. Here's what, here's how I roll. Yeah. Yeah. And then here, just some work, work related things in general in terms of flow and process because we got a creative team mm-hmm. and the this is a blanket statement so it's not completely true but in my experience it's been probably 80% true with the people that I've met who do this kind of I don't even want to say artistic creative work because I think everybody's creative in their own way but in roles like this is people are really attached proud and passionate about the work they do mm. and one of the things that we're going to be doing a lot of is doing work reviews to make sure. sure that the work we're doing is as close to the vision of this organization as possible right and that's new yeah so totally. sometimes it can feel like someone's you know stepping all over your work mm. and 
we just kind of laid the foundation for it. we're just engaging in the process right now. So you are not your work. We're doing work. We're Good. critiquing the work. We're not critiquing you as an individual. Right. And if you feel something, that's actually good because it probably means you're really proud of your work and want it to be better. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be interesting to kind of create that space to be like, okay, cool. Objectively look at this. Look at it from a detached perspective. And like, yeah. how, how can I make this better? And ultimately we're in, you know, in my mind, everything comes back to service. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who I talk to in marketing Falsely, it seems like they think they're in this self-driven creative pursuit to where it's just like, I want to make what I want to make because that's the truest version of it. And they don't see it through the mm. lens of surface service, which is you're, right. you're really doing it for something bigger than just you or your creative whims or impulses. Yeah. And I think, I think that'd probably be true even if people could sit with that for a while as well. Maybe not for everybody, but at least for the majority, it feels the best when it's somewhat altruistic and helpful. And I think it's also pretty wise, and we've said it from the beginning, how can we set, set up the understanding of our work to be backed by the values and the mission of the company and what we're trying to do so that it can be looked at as best we can without it reflecting the human being's, you know, personal human value. And so, you know, you can depersonalize it enough to get better. And it is, it is interesting to walk that line because inevitably and always we want to do our best. Like you said, you care. It's great. You care a lot. And then you put a lot of work into something, probably a lot of mindset, a lot of thought, a lot of planning, all those things. And then your concept might not be actualized because it doesn't necessarily work with what we're trying to achieve or what's trying to be achieved by the department. And that can feel hard at the same time. It can just be an opportunity for you to take that awesome idea, either pocket it and refine it later. Or, you know, the other thing that has been interesting in some of the books I've been reading and listening to is there's the, either you can use it like as the power of regret and the negative aspect, or you can use it as the concept of like, well, at least, and instead of it being like all negative, you can be like, well, at least I learned this, that, and the other, at least this stuff came out of the work that I did. And I think yeah. that can be really helpful too. Again, that's a little bit of the redirecting of a leader at times is to, to reframe as, you know, maybe things get kicked in the bucket. Be like, but hey, here's the things that we did grab from that. Well, yeah, because the way I framed it was even if we throw 80% of the stuff that we're working on away, yeah, everything that we're working on, whether it works or it doesn't, gets us closer to the truth of what is. Yeah. So it's not wasted time. It's not wasted energy. Mm -hmm. It's just part of the process. That's so true for everything we've done too. And every every part of at least my development through especially coffee, there's been there's been things that I use in concepts and systems and whatever that I use in my life that have benefited as well that maybe, you know, don't don't always get applied consistently at work, but through the years I've learned, I've learned things that have been really translatable and transferable. So I, I see that. And I think it's really awesome when I'd love for us to consistently get better at that general concept, which is, you know, like we're doing the work, but we aren't, we aren't the work. We aren't the work. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's not even saying that's hard. Cause it's like, well, somebody could, sit in their little existential thing like but i i'm the one doing the work and it's like yeah and it's my ideas potentially and it's like yeah but you're so much more than just those ideas so it's it, and it's still valuable whether 
whether they come to full fruition or not, the value is still there. You're still pretty valuable. So yeah, it's just like trying anything else. That's a cool day. Literally anything else. Yeah, yeah. it was super fun. It was. You know, we went to Captain Stoker, which is our local coffee spot in Monterey. So yeah. we do a lot of our brainstorming down in Monterey. Shout Monterey's out Monterey. Monterey's the spot, dude. Yeah, just that whole area through Monterey, Carmel Valley, Big Seaside. Sur, just yeah, like it's, getting it's over easy there, enough to get to. Seaside with the other brother squad and, um, and, uh, what's the sleepy beach town? Pacific Beach? No. Pacific Grove? Grove. I was like, PG? Not P, yeah, not PB, but PG. Yeah. So it was cool. We started there. We, we went and got coffee. Then we went to Ad Astra, which if you're in, Monterey area, great place for bread, pastry. Mm, mm. They have coffee as well. And then went to Other Brother, which is a cool little brewery. And we got there when they kind of first opened. So they have a ton of space. It's really easy to do work yeah. there. The owners are super cool. And just started with our... One of the things that I kind of... That I found compelling about our little brainstorm was looking forward at that three-year vision, which wasn't necessarily company directive, but more kind of personal yeah where we're kind of identifying these things that i sharing those with the team like hey here's what we came up with that feels true to us when we're looking forward mm-hmm. we don't want incredibly insanely overcomplicated business mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd like to grow a business in a way where we can take care of our leadership team and be able to grow a certain percentage of us be able to grow together mm-hmm. and we don't feel pressured to you know drop 15 cafes in over the next mm-hmm. five years because we really want to enjoy the day-to-day and that's important so started with that framing and mm-hmm. then just kind of ratcheted down into here's what our yearly goals are here's what our q1 goals are mm-hmm. and just kind of wrapped it out we made a little modified l10 meeting structure yeah so similar to what we're doing here in about an hour l10 did we talk about l10 on this before no, that's like a whole other podcast, maybe. Yeah. But it's a, it's a good structure. It's a EOS meeting structure. Yeah. It's got kind of adapted scripted times and ourselves. scripted things. Yeah. I like it a lot so far. I think it's going to be helpful too. So ours is essentially the same, except mm-hmm. we have a work review in place of the scorecard. Yeah. So we're just looking at, we did the first one yesterday, which was the day after the offsite. Mm-hmm. So we did the offsite and everyone's like, yes, now what? I was yeah. Like, well, cool. Usually our meetings will be on Monday, but let's just do let's do the meeting tomorrow. Just yeah. kind of get the reps in. Yeah, because you get your flow going. That's wise too, because you kind of keep that momentum. Yeah, yeah. So it was, hungry. It was pretty cool, and mm-hmm. the work reviews was pretty fun. I'm sure. I heard you going through it, which was great, and talking about a couple of those things that it's. I mean, I was dropping in, you know, like, but you were talking about a video where we used that it was overall a good video, but then there was some portions where it looked like you know one of our team members was just not having a good day at work and it was like the body language and things weren't actually reflective of how they feel yeah and just being able to point that stuff out is it's powerful right it's like somebody's going to notice that and they're going to gather something from it and so that's that's not what we want to put out and it's also not the truth yeah yeah which yeah. is cool it yeah it's fun Th- those are hard ones to do you know because i think at least for me. Yeah, what makes that hard? I feel like I'm like pretty blunt about it maybe and I don't know though. That's what you would That's what I would think about myself too. Oh, until you're like sitting in it or something? Until I'm sitting in it. Well, just my experience overall in this company is that it's it's really easy to see things that you don't like yeah. and then internalize them for a really long time mm, without fair, specifically yeah. talking through them. 
Yeah, I see. And I'd felt that way about um, some of our, I mean, all this in the blanket of, I think we generally do an, a, a sure. good job, but in terms of our social and our storytelling, and all of this comes back to me, I take full responsibility for it. And that was part of the conversation that we had yesterday, because Wiser was like, yeah, this is all new. Like, we're doing the best we have with minimal direction. Sure. And that direction's on me. So I'm like, totally. Yeah. Like, I'm not coming from this. I'm not coming from a place of anybody's doing anything wrong. Right. We're just at a certain place. So we need to accept the place that we're in. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to hone in and get to what right. better we're looks gonna like. We're going to learn together. Yeah. And, and refo- um, not refocus even, but frame. Yeah. That's so awesome. So it's really easy to see, because I've seen stuff go up where I'm just like, oh man, that's so frustrating. Sure. I don't really know how to approach that. And I think it's a combination of a bunch of different things. I guess, yeah, when I'm when I'm hearing what you're saying, I'm also hearing it in the context of you've set that table where maybe you hadn't before, right? Correct. So I'm I'm hearing it in the context of what you said versus totally. The past would make sense. If there if there isn't a good context to to jump on that, then it feels bigger. But right. It, but based on and even though it's starting, it's, I'm sure it feels weird at first because it's starting, but I, you know, you set that table and now you're like, okay, here's uh, some of the things I'm going to talk about, or I see. Yeah, and, and I think setting the table is super important, but I also just feel that it's something that a lot of leaders and business owners struggle with overall. I mean, how many times, and it's hard, it's, it's, I don't like the vague of vagueness of this, but it'll have to be vague because right. people have their, you know, because <laughs> we love. privacy is important. Yeah. Um, but it's like, how many times have we had discussions about certain people in right. our leadership meetings, our executive meetings, like week after week after week right. after week after week, like, and you say you're blunt about it, and yeah. like we all, we like me, you, and Charles would both say, would all say that we're like pretty direct and yeah. are willing to claim what we but want. Still hasn't sucked. But in oftentimes we don't. Yeah, you know, and yeah. so I don't know exactly what that is. I'm sure it's a it's different layered. motivating factor for different people, yeah. and there's a lot of different parts to it but yeah i think it's layered for sure my my um encouragement to anybody who is feeling like that is generally actually a hundred percent of the time every time i've leaned into what i know to be true and what i believe it always works out for the better Mm. nine times out of ten people are craving that feedback and direction they want to know that they're doing a good job Mm -hmm. And that was the experience at the end of our meeting yesterday. Everyone's like, dude, we're really doing it. This feels so good. Like yeah. having everything be a known factor. Nothing's foggy. Mm-hmm. Um, criticisms are on the table. Like wins are on the table. Everything's good because it's all pointing us into a positive direction. Like right. that is generally what I've experienced. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, you'll find that maybe you got the wrong players in the game or someone's completely unreceptive to your point of view. Sure. And those just don't end up working out. So yeah. I encourage people to lead into it, but it's not. At least for me, it's not easy. No, I think that takes a certain amount of relationship building and time too. And I think it takes repetition. That's the thing that kept coming to mind too, is being able to keep repeating that things sink in. I mean, I've come to realize that things that maybe seem obvious or easy to digest when you're used to working together, you know, I think you, Charles and I, because we worked together for so long, can get pretty quickly to the same page where Things that we would say to each other and be like, that totally makes sense, don't actually translate all at all the same way to a lot of the people that I've worked with in the past. And so for me, that's that's where I've learned that I need some work to do or that I need to pay attention is you can't assume, even though they say yes, 
that they totally understand what you're saying exactly the way mm. you've said it. And that's that's great learning too. So the repetition, I think, over and over and re-clarifying has been really key. Because, I mean, I'm doing a similar thing. It's just across a few different departments. And so the focus is conceptually or kind of, even though they everything kind of works in a similar way, right? There's, there's your, your cultural and your organizational and your operational systems. But like, you know, the roastery is heavily operation focused while the retail focuses are a mix between like leadership development. Again, we still have systems to work on, but a lot of the work that goes behind the quarterly and yearly goals is going to come down to the fun part being how do we get really good at connecting the cultural to the things that are the framework, like the passport and how do we get to the point where people can absorb the dailies and the handbook stuff uh, like in a value centric way, not a checklist to do centric way, even quality driven specific way. Like quality is going to come with it, but I want everybody behind all of that to connect to the values proposition and how they work. And so that, that to me is going to be a really fun process and project because we do, we have all this framework, we have mm -hmm. all the verbiage, but there is a pretty significant art to teaching leaders first how to make decisions and to speak to the things that we do always connecting it to how it works in the values way and and in a way that it doesn't feel like you're just squirting a verbatim like well we work together with empathy and intentionality is a concept you know like it's like yeah 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 totally i heard you say that like a thousand times now that i hear you say that like i know you're gonna say that it doesn't mean anything to me so you know there's yeah. there's gonna be a lot of art in that we had that we had, super fun. We had part of that conversation yesterday. Yeah. It was, Kira was, she was on point. She was so hungry. It was pretty awesome. She, oh, I bet she was loving it. We were doing the work review oh. and then she said, Hey, we got an Instagram post. It's about to go out in 10 minutes. I scheduled it yesterday. Can we just pick that apart? I'm going to pause it and, you Smart. know, I'm going to reschedule it. And I was like, Yeah, let's pick it apart. Perfect timing. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, it was a picture of the Tuesday latte art practice thing practice yeah. thing so it's not every tuesday is it or is it every tuesday uh they do it, it i think it was written as every tuesday i don't think it's every single tuesday so, i think it's maybe monthly yeah but still so it's maybe bi-monthly but an employee-led initiative to our group of people awesome. are i'm gonna we're gonna get together on tuesday and practice latte art and we're all gonna learn from each other and we're all gonna you know just dive into and embrace this culture of coffee and Beautiful try to be thing. better yeah. and it's just you know it's not paid it's not mandatory it's not anything it's just it's the employees created it it's fucking the best rad. thing ever shout out all of you who participate thank S you super killer so as a, a host of that and then the copy which was fine was something that you know said the mission explicitly mm-hmm Fire connection by creating memorable experiences and then claimed one of the values. Here's how we're, you know, actively pursuing better. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, this is true mm -hmm. what you've said. You know, this is our mission and this is one of our values. But let's think about how would you how would you share this with someone if you were meeting them for the first time? How would you talk about some of the things that we do in a way that feels natural mm -hmm. and human? So let's say our mission is inspire connection by creating memorable experiences. Depending on the social 
context who I'm talking to. If someone asks, like, what do we do at Cat and Cloud? I'm probably not going to give them that mission snippet verbatim, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, depending on what's going on. I might say something like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, we just, we really believe in the power of day to day experiences. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we wake up every day wanting to give people experiences that they're going to remember forever. Right. You know, or maybe it's like, we're creating moments that are let people feel empowered for the rest of their day and, right. you know, create energy that people can carry with them. You know, there's a million different ways to articulate that depending on what's going on. Right. So it's not like to your point, it's not about a soundbite. It's more about a feeling. Exactly. It's more about understanding really deeply what the mission means and you can articulate it a bunch of different ways. Yeah. And then, you know, so we had these two sound bites of mission and values and I asked Kira, I was like, so what's what's the coolest thing about Tuesday to you? Mm-hmm. And she basically said what we just said. She's like, well, it's really cool because it's an employee-led thing. Everybody gets together. We're supporting each other. And it's just cool to see people taking initiative and wanting to engage with you know the process that we do. And I was like, great. That's your caption. Right. You know, we don't have to bury it underneath these scripted taglines mm-hmm. of any mission and any values we don't have to state these things explicitly right we're, we're getting at the heart because they're totally connected like mm-hmm. yes they're actively pursuing better yes they're creating I mean, it all all the values experience. actually literally are in there there's ownership there's right. teamwork there's artistry there's hosp- well there's a little bit less hospitality but it's still whatever everything is there yeah and that's badass i think there's exactly to your point you need to be able to speak to it in an authentic way and then What's interesting is I want to be able to shine the light on those things also in the reverse where it's not, you're not delivering it just to deliver it the verbatim, but it's like, hey, you do see that you're nailing all these things and that's maybe why it feels so good, you know, and being able to, to teach it both ways, mm-hmm. you know, there's the communicating it so that it's authentic. And then there's reminding people that like, I wonder why it feels so good. I wonder why it's resonating so well across the board. And it's like, check it out. Here's why. Like living, breathing five out of six values and the mission super clear in this action, you know? And it's like, and the hospitality is there too, because you're treating each other really well. You're just not like outwardly facing and serving people in that way, but you're serving each other. Yeah. You know? And it's really, that's like a, that's a baller. Like you can back that, you know? And that's, I, that's a lot of the fun of the work that I'm excited to do. It's a whole, it's easily a whole year of a project to be able to, mix that into some form of like scorecard for our retail cafes and how does it look in the roastery versus the cafe, whatever. It's a whole thing, but it's really fun to do. Where are you going to start? Well, I have multiple, I have multiple places to start. I'm starting with, well, it's going to be retail because we have the passport, right? So I'm still in conceptualization. I'm trying to find out or decide what's not going to be overwhelming in terms of how, we look at these things and communicate it, right? You don't want to have the handbook or not the handbook, the, the passport and, and the qualifications to, that's okay, maybe just delete it. My kids are sitting here and asking me questions. The qualifications <laughs> are, you know, the subcategories that are not in the actual handbook. So what is the appropriate amount of like connection and what are some examples that we can like lean into is going to, is going to be huge there. You know, it's like I wrote out all the values and I'm like, okay, how how much of this you know there's there's a lot of exploration to do there there's an understanding of the values there's an understanding of this thing and then it's like the bridge in between it's still to be built 
So mm-hmm. I, I don't have I don't have the specifics. I have a the concept feels clear as to what I want to get from it. And the next part is like how much, what's going to be digestible and what's overwhelming. Like we used to have hats, right? And that was an abbreviation to whatever, a, yeah. a, a, an opportunity for us to lean into an experience and do a good job. Hospitality. Hospitality, artistry, artistry time team. and show. Oh yeah, time. Um, at the time. So. I almost claimed teamwork, dude. It's all good, dude. Well, teamwork is our value now, so that's great. So <laughs> we had this, which mm-hmm. it was really powerful and actually worked really, really well. Prior to that, it was case, which was courtesy, accuracy, um, show, and efficiency. And all that's neither here nor there. Those were just frameworks that worked really well. The values should work the same way. It's just not necessarily something where you can be like, spell out a thing to remember really easily. So there is, and maybe there is actually a way to do that. I don't know. I don't think so. But we're going to put it together in utilizing some form of a concept so that it's, again, it's like referenceable and, and you kind yeah. of like keep that framework going. It takes, it's basically probably, again, repetition and practice. Back to what I said to you. Repetition, practice, and actually just doing it and doing it together. We do have um, twice a month we're working towards after Herman hires the, the leadership to take place in you know the, the new cafes um or the new leadership in the cafes that currently are standing we'll have like two meetings a month with all leadership again don't quote me on that it could be partial leadership but everybody out there at least team leaders and we are going to talk through some of these things and i think that's where we can start you know yeah yeah it's interesting because the values are you know statements and beliefs and those other systems almost paint a bigger pic a better picture more immediately right like take hats for example if you say hospitality all these things come to mind right which doesn't necessarily come to mind if you're saying something like actively pursue better it's a little Uh more ethereal you know whereas people have some idea of what hospitality is even Mm -hmm. if it's a blurry they're just like okay hospitality uh take care of people be nice to people always be hospitable yeah you know smile smile yeah Yeah, there's things that come to mind look someone in the eye right somebody can try pay attention and they can like take a stab at that and feel pretty confident that they're going somewhat of the right direction Mm -hmm. some of these other things yeah i mean artistry the we just have some teaching to do i'm excited about that but it takes takes some teaching it takes some focus and i just love that we have a great team that wants to lean into those things they're ready they feel excited about it and they feel you know, backed by a great leadership squad. So, yeah. you know, it's awesome. Yeah. I feel, I feel you though. Like breaking all that down is very fun. I, I'm just interested to see how it looks going through uh, multiple departments and leaders. Cause we, we also have a really great meeting about the roastery and that's going to be very much, you know, same values. Right. But the operate, like the con, how a roastery works is so much different in that you're not every single day, face-to-face with people guests coming in so you have a different way of utilizing our values and the systems to essentially you know be really clean and efficient and you still have a showroom floor and you still want to give the team you still give the team the same experience or a memorable experience and an experience that goes man this is one of the best jobs i've ever had how do we do that Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot we get to do with that and have a lot of fun with it so i'm amped psyching seriously psyched that's that's the beginning of the year aside from you know combo and having these beautiful cherubims sitting with us you girls want to say anything in the podcast mic or what no you have to come all the way out here and say something like you have to put your mouth right here else they can't hear you come on over 
Come on over. Come on over. Let the world know. Let the world know. <laughs> Come. You have to see how my lips are there? What would you like to say to the world? Hello. Anything else? You want to give them a snippet of something super important? No. All right. It, how about, that was, that was Rory, everybody. It, Israel Holiday McGubbins. What would you like to say to the world? Hello. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite coffee from Cat and Cloud? Night shift. Nice. Night shift. Uh, Rory's not here anymore, but her, her favorite's the answer. What, would, what did you want to do today before we left to bring home? Oh, cool. She didn't remember. You want to do something with coffee today? New blend. You wanted to create a little blend out of the buckets in there and, and create your own little blend to bring home to try? My girls both get like four to six ounces of coffee a day when, at home. And then when they're here, they like those two coffees or, uh, or, they, or they get the black iced tea, just in case you guys wanted to know. So anyways, that's shout out to my kids. Shout out to children. Well, Dude, let's run a meeting. We have another meeting. Let's have one more thing. Oh, we got eight minutes? No, nah, I was just... Maybe jump out of something else. I was just tempted to uh, talk about something different. Uh, well, you can if you want. We're here. I don't know. Eight minutes is a tight I'm, time frame. I, yeah, we could just like get something started and then not. I was really uh, interested in all the buzz of the super automatic espresso yeah, machine being the latte art, world latte art championship machine for okay. the next three years. So that's what it was. It wasn't Barista Comp. It was Latte Not Barista Comp, the world latte art championships. Wow. Yeah. That's fine, actually. In fact, it's really interesting because it puts everybody on like a. T well, I don't know how they're going to program it. Maybe here's, you can program it yourself. But if everybody has to use the same textured styled milk, that's going to be really funny. Here's how I feel, though. I I don't even want to pour anybody else's milk. No, I know that's like, what I'm. Yeah. Depending on what I'm pouring or how I'm doing it, I'll steam the milk a little I, that's bit. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. And right, if I have to pour something that I didn't steam, it's such a bummer to me. Totally. Also, unless that machine, which it probably can't because I don't think anything can, can steam 100% accurate 100% of the time, what are you supposed to do when you get one that is right. slightly off? Yeah, because when you're, you pouring this, yeah. when you're pouring the super technical patterns, like every little bit, oh, yeah. every little bit matters. Like we were playing with that Eversys machine. Right. Which is pretty solid. It steams sure. good milk. You know, I could hand you a picture of it and you'd be like, yeah, this was steamed by a professional yeah. barista. You could pour latte art with all of them. Sure. So they were consistent in that regard. But for pouring techie patterns, it was nowhere near consistent enough to where I would feel comfortable saying, yeah, I'm, I'm willing right. to accept this as the machine. Seahorse with a freaking, yeah. Yeah. A couple and, leaves hanging off the side and a horn. And then it's weird that I've seen people talking about it. Oh, it's, you know, it's for the people. It gives access to everybody, but not really. Yeah. Because if you, let's say you really want to win that competition, the people who have the means to do so will just buy one of those machines. Right. And you're still and separating keep, And them. keep it in the lab. And the people who don't have the means won't be able to. So you'll show right. up somewhere and it'll be the first time you've ever used it. Yeah. And I, it remember was, that. I mean, that's, that was always like. It was kind of like back in the day. You're right. The competitors could buy the competition machines yeah the, the, the ballers the ones with all the money right so and it's it's easy to access some sort of semi-traditional espresso machine yeah if you're in the specialty coffee space they're everywhere you yeah, probably I mean, use one every day it might not be the exact same one you could find but one it's still a manually there. operated yeah, steam exactly one. you could find a way but it's probably more rare if you're in that space to find 
a super automatic super machine automatic? Yeah, no. of that particular one. No. Like, where would I go if I was going to practice? I don't even know where I'd go. Yeah, no. I'd have to say, am I going to spend 20 grand on this? Plus, I don't know. I think these totally. are all competitions built around craft in yeah. my mind. Not, and not steaming the milk more. is a part yeah. of that craft. You would think. So I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's either going to be severely boycotted or it'll just change the face of what that competition is. Yeah. it's Yeah. I mean, I, I hear you. If you're going to have a, a, a competition that's heavily craft and then take away the craft part of it. Yeah. And I'm not against on a, automation necessarily. Well, yeah, it, but in, you, that's like you use it for super busy cafes and things like that. Well, it's like, like we're not, not do- for a competition. Yeah, of like the doing, best baristas in the world. Right. It's <laughs> like if we're not doing the, the thing, best? what are yeah. we doing? Yeah. Like we got to be doing the thing. Who's the best? Yeah. Well, who's Who the best knows? pilot? I don't even know. I fly the simulator that they bought me here. Yeah. It just seems so weird. I don't, I don't I even just, fly a real plane. It also doesn't seem fun. Like when I, I was mean, doing the coffee fest competitions, yeah, there was always that chance you could, where you're, you I could might, mess up. I might fuck this up. Yeah, you might mess up. You yeah. got to steam your milk perfect, and that's your kind nerves of, play a part in yeah, that. Yeah, it's part of that cool adrenaline rush yeah. where you actually feel like you're doing something. Yeah, the stakes are higher. There's, but it's I don't know that that that's fun. And it makes it's, a difference. It's a good time. So it's really strange, man. No, shout out, shout out to uh, Thermoplan. Eight <laughs> G is that the company? <laughs> thermoplan gold thermoplan ag that's the that's isn't that, isn't that gold in the element also i mean oh, i don't know dude you started i i started, started i got a pro i really i think i gotta get my computer set up so i can do this whole l7 oh meeting. yeah l7 you're gonna save me from going on a huge rant that i don't actually need to go <laughs> we can, on we oh, should, people we, are showing up we should rant next time yep all right see, yep. see y'all later good morrow bye Hey everyone, that's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places. YouTube, Instagram, we're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks everyone for being awesome. We'll be back next week.